Welcome to Visibility Radio. I'm Kenneth Poir, and this program is entitled Just Why It Matters. We'll be talking to people who are subject experts as well as people who live with a vision impairment and other forms of disabilities. My guests and I will cover a range of topics including arts, sports, communications, and a whole lot more. Anything that will make a difference to live a full life. So join us on Just Why It Matters. Thank you for joining me. This is Kenneth Poir and this is Just Why It Matters. Every now and then, I spend time reminiscing, thinking back, looking back on the years that I've spent doing the things that I've been doing. And what part of it is my work? You know, I've spent many years working in the corporate arena, ran a business for a while for myself, worked in volunteer positions for a good number of years. And I asked myself, what have I done with my skills? What have I done with what I've learned, what I've been formally educated with? And do I think that because I'm a person with a disability that all of that is not much use? I'm trying to draw a line here between those thoughts and what we struggle with sometimes as people with a disability. It's employment. It's being able to find work that is meaningful and satisfying and pays a fair wage. And there's nothing wrong with traditional employment. In fact, traditional employment offers a good number of benefits. But are we limiting ourselves? Are we confining ourselves to just one field of what I would call the broader topic of income generation? We talk about empowerment and being able to earn an income and being able to work. It's just one of those, if you will, pillars that helps us feel a sense of empowerment and go out there and do what we know we can do, given the opportunity. So my question is, are you ready to mind your own business? It's too easy for us to sit back and say, it's too difficult. And yes, there are difficulties before us. There are still the challenges of budgeting, planning, gathering all the resources, and on top of that, coping with the fact that some of the things that we used to do aren't quite available right now. But I'd like to invite you to think a little bit broader and to give yourself a bit of hope. Because you may have spent a whole chunk of years working in different organizations, skilling yourself up and amassing all that experience. And if you don't think you're able to use that either in employment or in starting your own business, maybe that's a reason why sometimes we feel a little bit less empowered. Maybe that's why we feel like there's too much on our shoulders. We can lighten the load by just giving ourselves a bit of a, a go. Have a fair go. Give yourself a fair go. Where do we find people with disability? Or let's be more specific. Where do we find people with vision impairment in business? And where can they deploy their skills and their experience? Well, for one, I can tell you, you can teach and you can train. 
if you've been training and if you are well educated in a particular field of work, try putting that down on paper. Try putting it down on a computer, giving yourself some time to organize your thoughts. And you might actually have something that resembles a training program. You could be in mining and resources. You could be in communications or any one of those fields. And sometimes we don't really realize how much we know and how much good and value all of that can be for another person until we sit down and organize our thoughts and put it down on your screen. And then talk to yourself about it. Give yourself some time to ruminate, to think about what it all means for somebody out there. So there are people in business who are blind, and I've just been doing a quick Google search. They're in computer programming. They're in marketing. They're in the legal profession. All across, some have even ventured out into the food and beverage business. But I think there's one th common thing that runs through all these people's lives who have ventured out. They've given themselves a chance. But the next question is, who's going to give you a chance apart from yourself? I think that's where I'm making out this clarion call. We've all seen those reality TV programs where a bunch of people come up with their ideas and they present them to a panel of would-be investors. My question is, is there a group of people out there, whether you're an individual or a, you're an organization or a company, who's looking for new ideas, coming from the left field perhaps, coming, from an, coming in from an oblique angle, something that you would not have expected and believe it or not, people with disability have great ideas because they're living in a space which is fairly niche. Yes, there are about 20 to 25% of Australians across the country and the states who identify as a person with a disability of the Disability Centre. And they all come from different sectors of disability which means each of them has a unique experience or at least a collection of unique experiences. And within those experiences, there may just be a brilliant business idea. But we need things called enablers, and there are different categories of enablers. Of course, one of the big questions you might ask is, who's going to be providing the finance? I may not have enough to be able to take my business and bring it off the ground. Here's where a business out there, an existing business who's looking for new ideas might actually come into play perfectly. Or a person who has the ability to invest in a new business and wants to invest in a new business. Maybe these are the people and the individuals and the organizations that you might want to approach and pitch your idea maybe in front of a panel or maybe on a one-to-one, face-to-face meeting with them. Or here are some of the other ideas that you might want to think about. Go to your city council. Some of the city councils have schemes that help promote 
people with disability to get on with life, whether it's a volunteer position or otherwise. It's worth investigating. And there are also universities with programs. I know Curtin University and the UWA, they have programs which, for want of a better word, sometimes function as springboards or even green, like a greenhouse where you can grow something and watch it grow with the right temperature and the right nourishment until it's strong enough, it's got good enough roots and you might actually attract a large number of investors who will be taken by your idea. So we've got to give ourselves a chance. Maybe it's something that's within us. We've got to have that gumption. We've got to have that get-up-and-go attitude. And then you put together all the different parts of the machinery that will help it work. So all I'm saying to everyone out there who finds himself or herself struggling with traditional employment, and if you have a bone for business, if you'd like to mind your own business, start thinking, start talking, start researching, investigating, and get together with other people. I know that uh, I know that there are at least three people whom I know and I've interviewed on this program who begin with traditional employment and today they all run their own businesses. They may not be large, but nevertheless, they're fulfilling. And the worst thing you'd want to avoid is to sit back one day and say, gee, I wonder whether that would have worked if I only gave myself a chance. And you know what? You'll never know if you don't ask. Until I speak with you again, this is Kenneth Poir on Just Why It Matters, signing out.